This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. For the best in punk, junk, and glunk. Welcome once again to another Friday evening of musical enjoyment. Now, whilst we toil away during our time on Earth, we learn and we absorb information. Of course, that information has to be checked to see if it holds up to scrutiny. If it doesn't, it is dismissed only to be brought back up to highlight its falsehood if it is being peddled as unsubstantiated truth. Yeah. 
Ramones and the original mix of Indian Giver. Now, streaming, downloading, and non live rock radio UK listeners are probably aware that on Mixcloud and Podbean, I put down the bands, the songs, and the albums, and the record labels of the records that I play. ParanoidScrew.com is still under reconstruction in the capable hands of my uncle in Scotland, who is running several months behind schedule. Anyway, when it came to the Just Heard Ramones track, I immediately, as the album put, Subterranean Jungle, the expanded version. But then I got to thinking, uh, on what recording was the unoriginal or final version did it appear? Uh, searching through my musical folder, I found it in two places, on the Ramones Mania compilation album, and as one of the two bonus tracks on the Halfway to Sanity Netherlands Torso CD, of course. It cropped up first as the B-side to the real cool time seven inch although on the sleeve it has it as uh, life goes on well which is the other bonus track on the aforementioned halfway to sanity cd before that it was the damned and the single version of the history of the world part one that was produced by hans zimmer i wonder what he's doing now probably flipping burgers wondering where it all went wrong and before that it was don't teach daddy how to fuck by the kurt who are currently on hiatus while various members indulge themselves and us with the moons of Saturn and the Bawanas. Check out all three bands on social media. Right, on to new music. Well, when I say new, the track in question originally appeared on the boys' 2014 album, Punk Rock Menopause, but has been trimmed down and souped up. Track in question is, I'm a believer, that is due to hit the virtual record shops on the 3rd of September. There was a strictly limited to 100 numbered CD copies, mine is number 22, that sadly sold out within a few hours. For eight quid, including postage, I got Gatefold Sleeve, Booklet, and two additional tracks. She's the Reason, that can be found on Punk Rock Menopause, and a previously unreleased song in the shape and form of, open brackets, there ain't no, close brackets, just one beer. 
outstanding. into the past Gary Holton vocalist of the heavy metal kids until his untimely death in 1985 and even for a few dates as the dams frontman in 78 is the subject of a new compilation of studio live and demo recordings and you know how much I love demos which have previously 
been unreleased. There's also five heavy metal kids songs, three tracks from Gary's post-heavy metal kids outfit, Gary Holton's Gems, and also some songs from Gary and the Crabs. The CD is called Shooting the Singer Is No Way to Stop the Opera. That was also the title of the unfinished Gems album that is exclusively available from Heavy Metal Kids co.uk for only 14.95 including shipping add another quid if you're lucky enough to live overseas obviously you know not counting afghanistan or one of the mediterranean countries currently being ravaged by wildfires and i suppose we better include north korea and uh, oh let's not forget croydon uh, at this point you'd expect me to play something from said album unfortunately it's not turned up in the post yet well actually it might have done because as with last week's show Today's episode has been pre-recorded, as I am currently on my way back from seeing the Dorellas at Rockaway Beach 50 at the Hope and Anchor. More of my gig-going shenanigans later on in the show. So instead, this is the Heavy Metal Kids and Delirious from their 1977 album, Kitsch.
expect a track from Shooting the Singer is no way to stop the opera on next week's show. As you know, I have three regular podcast radio shows that I always tune in live to or download. Henry Rowlands on KCLW, Peter Fox's Foxy Radio on Deal Radio and Steve Vincent's Mystery City on Scotland Rocks Radio. Last Friday, on my way to see the Dorellas, I was listening to the first part of Steve's interview with Sammy Yaffa. And I was genuinely, as I was walking up to the train station, air guitaring, as in quick succession, Steve played I Want to Be Loved, by the Heartbreakers, of course, The Damned Second Time Around, and a brand new Sammy Yaffa track that had me thinking of Lennon's Cold Turkey. Yeah, don't worry, my neighbours are used to my antics, or as I like to call it, normal behaviour. One time, uh, back in the day, about 84, 85, I was off to the Saxon Tavern one Friday night to sample some of Del Stevens' Starship, wearing my yellow and black stripy jeans, chrome bullet belt, mohair t-shirt with bleach blonde shoulder-length hair, pretty much looking like Mantis from Venom. When a secretary I worked with, bearing in mind I was the deputy print and artwork manager at the firm that we worked for, and, yeah, and had to wear a shirt and tie to said establishment, she drove past me, stopped and asked if I needed a lift to the fancy dress party that I was obviously going to. Oh, how we laughed as we snogged in the pub car park. Which, actually, thinking about it, uh, it's a difficult thing to do. Anyway, where was I? Steve Vincent's Cracking Mystery City. But don't take my word for it, as it's up on Mixcloud. Uh, Sammy's new album, The Innermost Journey to Your Outermost Mind, is due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 3rd of September. So not long to wait. In the meantime, from said album, this is Down at... St. Joe's.
interconnectedness between the just played Damned, Ramones, The Boys, Heavy Metal Kids and Sammy Yaffa. It's all to do with The Boys. The Damned recorded their first demos at Matt Dangerfield's home studio. Casino Steel and Duncan Reed played live on stage with The Ramones. Casino Steel and Gary Holton formed the Holton Steel Band and Sammy Yaffa appeared in the video to Honest John Plane's Never Listen to Rumours. It was actually Glenn Matlock who played on the record. Unfortunately... I couldn't find an interconnectedness with the curse, but I shall carry on looking. So anyway, last Friday, I went up to the Black Heart in Camden for my first gig in 18 months to see the Hit Priest. Now, normally, I drive and park pretty much outside. However, with the congestion charge being forcibly extended to 10pm and now running seven days a week and at 15 quid a pop, yeah, I took the train as it's cheaper. Unfortunately, it was a total nightmare for us to get home. I thought that uh, engineering works prevented our normal easy route back, but it seemed a new COVID-friendly timetable has been implemented, meaning our last train home from London is now at 20 past 11 and not just after midnight. Most gigs, as you know, finish about 11 o'clock, leaving us no chance of catching it. This has got to be the most untogether, short-sighted, clusterfuck of an exit plan I have ever been part of. Too expensive to drive to a gig, but then virtually impossible to get home easily by public transport. Yeah, it's like the powers that be are deliberately trying to fuck the musical industry over. Yeah, they are. So anyway, to the gig in hand. Uh, it was a cracking evening, catching up with people I had not seen in ages. And oh, how they've changed, apart from Dartford, Nick and Tom from the Fovics. Both look like... They have been cryogenically frozen and then just been thawed out for the hit priest gigs. It, it was funny, though, because, of course, everybody was asking each other what they'd been up to since we all got together. Due to the pandemic and lockdown, yeah, no one had done very much, so that avenue of conversation soon dried up. There was about five bands on the bill. First up were the Randy Savages, who I only caught the last few songs of, but uh, were, as I remembered them previously, excellent. I missed the next band, Matty Long and the Love Guns, and with no sign of David Payton and a distinct lack of songs resembling Magic or January, I went back downstairs during Pilot's set for more socialising and drinking at the bar, also missing Raven Fangs. The Hit Priests were due on at 10.15, but of course with four bands supporting, things yeah, overran. I mean, 
Seven quid for five bands is a bargain at any day of the week. But when the dipshits hit the stage, it was almost 10.30, with us having to leave at 10.45 to take advantage of our simple backup plan that failed as there were no trams to our stop. Engineering works for our convenience. So we became bus wankers. And to cap it all, the kebab shop that was going to provide me with the dirty donner had closed as we were too late. But do you know how many fucks I gave? Here's a clue for you.
Nathan Von Cruz looks even more like Tom Cruise these days. I mean, seriously. Talking to Toms, I have been asked when Tom from the Phobics will be returning for the next instalment of Phobic Fireballs, as March was the last time he was on, and we were due to discuss a track-by-track rundown of the new LAMF Record Shop Day found edition, comparing it with previous releases. Well, we both realised that this was going to be a fruitless and thankless task, as there are elements from all the versions that we prefer over the others. However, we will be discussing it along with other subject matter as soon as I get my act together. In the meantime, for those of you who are missing the sound of Tom's voice and are not at the bird's nest this evening, seeing the phobics, here is his contribution to D&D Philpott's Grammar Free in the UK book. Grammar Free in the UK. The Lockdown Letters. Bonkers Correspondence. To and from UK. Punk artists during 2020. Dear the Phobics, I'm sorry to learn of your SC8-based homelessness. I must regretfully state that I have no faith in you not being down and out in Deptford until you get your act together in respect of your fiscal down and outgoings. Surely, sirs, even the most tipsy transient would have the budgetary nous to avoid any pretense of gentrification by opting for Sainsbury's 70CL blended scotch whiskey, £11. You yourselves, however, seemingly won't let go of such self-deceit, 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 self-deceit. I'm not doing it again. By instead having a bottle on the table of Johnny Walker Black Label, £25 for the same 70cl cubic litres, I think that is, I can tell a further frugality flouting frittering elsewhere in your discography. Rather than repairing to Shittles off-licence, I'll spell that, okay? It's S-H-I-T-A-L. It does exist. I'm not swearing. Rather than repairing to Shittles off-licence on the high street for a 40 milliliter helping of chocolate yazoo, one pound, you instead opt for a midnight milkshake at McDonald's. This would, at the very least, set you back one pound 69 for the same volume if included in the kiddie meal option. Finally, to squander your menial purse on even the most local recording studio that's unwound on Norman Road, at a minimum of £300 per day without an engineer, to alert us of your squalid station is hardly evidential of one who has tried, tried so hard to get it right. However, I take no pleasure in speaking to you like a child. Yours, D. Philpot. Dear Mr. Philpot. Thank you for your letter to the phobic, and please accept my apologies for taking the time to get my act together and respond on their behalf. I write from the cellar of our spiritual home, the Bird's Nest Pub in Deptford, where I appear to have been imprisoned since the first lockdown in March, and I've been drinking my way out slowly but slurry, with only the juice from the remaining jar of glacier cherries to go before full dryness is achieved. A cursory scan upon receipt of your missive Teaming with suggestions on rectifying our litany of fiscal faux pas all those months ago, 
wrongly led me to believe that perhaps Sergey or one of the Compare the Meerkat.com Meerkats had hoovered up a bunch of class A's gone radio rental and written to us as part of the government's strategy for helping impoverished punk rockers survive the pandemic. However, the cold light of sobriety has prickled my bloodshot eyes and after a quick reread, I spotted our song titles splashed liberally throughout the letter like liquor on a plate of Goddard's pine mash. And I was reassured and deeply honoured that the pickled finger of fate chosen us for one of your legendary letters. Toadying aside, I felt a swift appraisal of our wayward spending habits and an analysis of our delinquent behaviour was deserving in light of your genuine concern for our welfare, notwithstanding a few points of correction from your assumptions that need to be addressed and put to bed, or at least laid down on deck of Broadway on a bit of cardboard with a tin of special brew. Let me start with your suggestion that Sainsbury's own brand Scotch Whiskey is a suitable and more prudent alternative to Johnny Walker Black Label. Mr. Philpott, we have standards to maintain and black labels matter. Ask yourself, would Lemmy be seen dead with anything other than a bottle of JD? And what, pray, is the colour of that label? Oh, that's my case. As someone once said, better to have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. Pray, tell us, what a yazoo is? Some sort of edible wind instrument? The McDonald's milkshake delivered for Tarski at midnight was not actually our expenditure, but part of a contractual obligation two fans were asked to procure by way of payment to Rocky Erickson for an interview he was asked to do. It is a true story, too. Dr. Feelgood may have sung the virtues of milk and alcohol, but we like to keep the curd away from the booze in this pack. In closing, we tried so hard to get it right and actually secured a multi-shilling TV ad which led us to celebrate with the 12 bar Jews before gentrification of Denmark Street wiped the smile from our faces. Like a child, the two of us did run away on the path of love, but due to drinking whatever came our way, I can tell that you probably guessed that a fire-related incident led to burnt rubber and the death of a romance. But don't put your tails on our grave just yet. Love the phobics. Grammar Free in the UK by D&D Philpott is available from www.coshboy.com forward stroke shop forward stroke 119 forward stroke or from your favourite independent book or record shop. Hello, this is Gizbutt from Janus Stark and you're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. And in my opinion, you'd be absolutely nuts to listen to anything else.
straight after this week's edition of Grammar Free in the UK. You heard because I played the Scaramanga 6 and the title track of their up and coming new album, An Error Occurred. If you enjoyed that, which I'm sure you did, the other track to be lifted from said album, in the shape and form of Horse With No Face, can be heard on episode 816. If you wish to see the Scaramanga 6 live, they're one of the special guests at the Eureka Machines Christmas Shindig at the Brunel in Leeds on the 11th of December. Of course, at one time, there was a cross-pollination between Chris Catalyst and Steve Morricone, who were in both bands at the same time. If last week's show had been live, uh, I would have been able to tell you that just after I played the Robocross tune, that Chris Catalyst is now a V-touring guitarist for the professionals on their current five-date mini tour. I so hope that he's still on board for the Snaffle tour that starts in the middle of October. See 
Bat Wells of The Professionals and Ashes, taken from their new forthcoming album, Snafu, which is an acronym for Situation Normal, All Fucked Up, which I believe its origins can be found in the military. Right, as we're nearing the end of this week's show, I have just got enough time to squeeze in two songs as part of this week's Covers Corner. As you know, I love it when bands totally reinvent a classic song, making it their own. Well, Vanilla Fudge and Ministry have done just that with Stop in the Name of Love. Yeah, I know, I was dubious to begin with. And Search and Destroy, respectively. Until next week, take it easy.
This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and was a Watts' Lodge production.